0: Welcome to i um, That Just Happened, the podcast that has come to bargain. The podcast that has come to bargain. The podcast that has come to bargain. You've come to die. Normamu, I have
1: come to bargain. Your world is now my world. Alright, so this is going to be our, essentially our Doctor Strange episode, because there's a lot to cover with this movie.
0: Yeah, we we're pre-recording from the FTC, edited at Laser Space Studios, recording for posterity from the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, that's right,
1: folks. It's mcrib season. <laughs> I was wondering. I was gonna say fucking Rodney with his goddamn picks. Tell him to eat a mcrib and stop guessing, fucking.
0: And, and it's Christmas season. We submit for approval. Your newest episode of Audio Debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. Army 2 episode once again. Essentially our Doctor Strange episode where we basically try to stall and stall until we can talk about Doctor
1: Strange for, I guess, the whole episode. So we're going to do our usual show and we're going to leave that giant chunk of Um I Just Saw. We're still going to do Um I Just Saw because there's a lot of other great stuff that happens to be going on at the same time that we have to cover. You we want to just get
0: right to fuck yous because it's... Fresh in the mind. Yeah, okay, I'll jump over to Fuck You's. (laughs)
1: Season of Giving, we start with Fuck You's.
0: First (laughs) segment on the podcast. Alright,
1: so, may I? Oh, you may. So, I have a PS4. Not the Slim, the original PS4. How many gigs is on this thing? Uh, 500. 500. So, I'm like, I'm out of space on the thing. Between downloaded games, the save files, the installation of the games, which all drive me crazy. Yeah, with the new PS4 games, that shit goes quick. Not only that, but what's so hard about doing the installation onto the cloud or whatever? Like, I hate the fact that you have to install it onto the hard drive. So, yeah, you got 500 gigs, but really, you only end up with, like, here's 200.
0: And I don't buy a lot of games, but I feel like every time I buy a game, it's like, you have to install this. So, you have to wait, like, four hours for the game to install. I'm like, what the...
1: How is a little kid supposed to handle this? I don't know. So, I look at Maria, I'm like, I think I should just get a new hard drive. I want a two-terabyte hard drive. That's all I want. So... She's like, well, you know, find out if we know anybody that can get it to us for a little bit cheaper. So ask around. Nobody's really helpful. Uh, but Johnny's like, I'll ask some guys at my work. They might be able to recommend something. And they do. And it's this two terabyte hard drive that I found online. But then I went on BestBuy.com and they sell a comparable one as that one. So we're five minutes from Best Buy. I'm like, let me just run it. The kids were asleep. Maria's asleep. i I'm like, let me just run it to Best Buy. So, I go in, I walk over to the gaming section where the PS4s are. Little squirrely 18 year old kid comes up to me, Hi, can I help you, sir? I was like, Yes, I need to swap out my hard drive for my PS4. He's like, Oh, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Why do you ask? He says, Well, you know, I have an Xbox, so for me, it's just a matter of plugging in one core to another. I'm like, Well, I don't have an Xbox, I have a PS4, and I want to swap out the hard drive. Is that a problem? He's like, was just you know it's really a pain to do it. I'm like I heard it's like two screws. He's like oh yeah I mean it might be that but I don't know. I'm like great, where are your hard drives for the PS Four? Like just point me in the direction. He's like I don't think we have any here. I'm like I can already tell I'm dealing with the wrong person. He's like but there's a computer here. Let me just search up hard drives for PS Four. Which is point number two wrong for him because I'm like it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to search for something as hard drives for PS Four. No, you, you need a two point five yeah. SATA drive to. Terabyte, Correct. So he's giving me the whole, oh, we only have this one. It's out of stock. Feel free to order it now. It should come five to seven business days. You'll be fine. I'm like, but I've, and I'm showing him my phone. I'm like, you have this one online. He's like, well, anything we have online, we should have in the store. I'm like, well, this is online. It's, it's right here in my hand. He's like, but we don't sell that one. I'm like, but you just said that you sell it online. And if you sell it online, then you sell it in the store. He's like, well, not that. He's like, or else it would have come up here. I'm like, you mean to tell me that you have a hard drive for every type of laptop here? You only have one type of hard drive? It's I would, fucking impossible. I would have bought it on my phone with in-store pickup. <laughs> and Just walk over. <laughs> did, did
0: like a pirouette. They're like, <laughs> hi, I'm here to pick up this hard drive I fucking bought you, <laughs> jackass.
1: So, so I'm like, fuck it. So I leave. And he's like, you know, you might want to try GameStop. They might be able to help you out. I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. Go fuck yourself. Goodbye. So then I drive over to GameStop, which is right around the corner from there. He's like, "Hi, I need, you know, do you guys sell hard drives for the PlayStation?" He's like, "Yes, we do. We have a one terabyte." Wow. I was like, I did not expect it. I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." I'm like, "Do you have two terabytes?" He's like, "No, we only have the one."
0: <laughs> it's like you could buy two one terabytes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can I stack them? So I said, okay do you recommend me getting a one terabyte or would it just be better for me to get a two terabyte one? He's like, well, how fast are you going through your memory? I'm like pretty fast. Like it's happening a lot faster than I expect. Like I, for, for my PS3, I never ran out of memory. Cause I was like, I'm never going to run out of memory in this thing. And I had it, I still have it. So with the PS4, I assumed it was the same thing, but the memory, the installation for the games, larger, the memories for the games, larger, whatever. So I was like, fuck. So I was like, man, should I just get the one terabyte hard drive? He's like, well, I have a two terabyte. I was like, <laughs> where'd you get it from? Best Buy. I'm like, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm like, which Best Buy did you go to? He's like, that one right there. Like, he's pointing <laughs> out the window to the Best Buy. I was just that. So a big fuck you to Best Buy in that regard. And a I feel like I had another fuck you. I uh, that was the it. The Sandra getting hurt story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just talked about it. So, yeah, but we weren't recording. I love you, but fuck you to Maria, because like the rest of her sisters, it seems, they like to start a story at the end. So I get a phone call from Maria while I'm trying to cook and do like eight different things to take care of the kids. David, David Marco might actually argue that's uh, JJ Abrams fault. (laughs) (laughs) So, and responsible for the fall of Western society. So Maria calls me. She's like, so Sandra got hurt. Wait, what? Yeah. Sandra got hurt. Why? What happened? Okay. So she was at home and she was gonna put up Christmas decorate or put up a uh, uh, plastic around the windows. So she's putting up the plastic and she grabs one of the chairs from the kitchen, but it wasn't like a regular chair. It wasn't like a wooden chair. It was like a, one of those metal steel folding chairs, you know, like the kind we have for. I'm like Maria. None of that shit is important. Give me just the pertinent information. Did you feel like you are an Ant-Man? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is she alive? Is she okay? Are the kids okay? You know, do we need to pick anybody up? Anybody Don't Michael do Peña the story, Maria. I was, oh my God. I was like, I'm like, does she need anything? No, no, she's just a little sore. And I think she's going to be okay. She was in a lot of pain, though. I was like, it's really unfortunate. I'll give her a call later just to make sure that everyone's okay. But I got to go. I got, you know, food on the stove and everything. So... I love you, but fuck you, to Maria, for for that because she's she always does that, always.
0: Funny, funny side note of that. So Sandra, after she had fell trying to put the plastic up for the winter, was sitting on a chair, you know, with some ice because she was sore. And uh, Jason turns to her and he goes, "Mama, we don't stand on chairs because <laughs> you could <can> fall." <laughs> All this time oh, we're trying wow. to get the kids not to stand on chairs. They're standing on chairs. Like grabbing stuff, eating stuff, reaching over the counter, climbing over the table, constantly yelling, "Don't stand on the chair!" Here you go, Sandra standing on the chair, and she gets a lecture from Jason, my four-year-old.
1: And I told her, "I'm like, I'm like, why didn't she wait for Rodney or Johnny to be home? Tall people. Hell, when I show up after work to pick up Sebastian, I could do it if they needed. Everyone in that house is five one and under. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no need for them it's to entirely to too reach for tall anything. a
0: house for anybody who's living there." <laughs> So ceiling fans constantly dirty. <laughs> Light bulbs are never changed.
1: Uh I just it was so oh and another fuck you goes out to my mom. <laughs> I'm, We're I'm just, hurting all the wrong just, people today. Yeah. <laughs> season <laughs> <laughs> Just the season. So I'm my mom's trying to direct me to my grandmother's house and I'm driving and she waits until I'm halfway almost done with the intersection to say, you gotta turn left here. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? Like you wait until the absolute last <laughs> second. Thankfully, it was like a side street. <coughs>
0: Shout out to Omar. <laughs> Sandra and I always joke that Omar gives directions the exact same way. It's like, okay, like, you know, when you're you're peering around a blind spot and you need the passenger to tell you, okay, when it's safe to turn, Omar's one of those people who's like, okay, turn. Fast. <laughs> like,
1: oh, man. So, t- yes, tis the season. I'm sorry, but fuck you all. I'm not sorry to best, but Fuck that. That was... Bullshit, man. I was so mad. Like, and what's worse is I'm mad, but I can't react very loudly because everyone's asleep in the car. So I'm doing the whole, like, enraged panic of, like, just shaking the steering wheel, but the steering wheel's not moving anywhere, I'm just shaking. Did a little dance outside the car of anger. Yeah,
0: seriously, buy it. You should have bought it on your phone for in-store pickup.
1: (laughs) But the one that I ended up getting um, off Amazon... End up being cheaper anyway, and and I got two day shipping. If I make this into the garbage, I'll be the king of that. Is everything? Nope. Still a bitch. yeah. <laughs> I, would, yeah I would have told you if to ask asked
0: me. I would have told you about it off of Amazon because that's I don't know. I'm actually looking for a four terabyte three point five for my uh for my tower because uh, we're running out of picture space having all the kids and stuff. Yeah, true story. <clears throat> Sandra's constantly running out of room for her fo- on her phone. Which really, yeah, sixteen gigabytes.
1: I don't even run out of room on my phone. And I've taken a shit ton of pictures.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. We have the model phone. We have the Galaxy model that, uh, or she has the 6, which doesn't have the removable media.
1: Oh. So you can't download everything to an SD card and just...
0: No, no. But I mean, you have Dropbox for that, but still. Like, why would you go in that direction? It's like, why, why would you ever make anything that has a limited amount of memory? Or, or that, you know, can't be
1: upgraded. I mean, even with Apple. even with this PS Four Slim, like it's it's a one terabyte, which is great. Why not just make it two? Why not make it four? PS Four four terabytes? Because then they have to raise the price point. You make know. it four K full night.
0: Yeah, and, and the shitty thing is, is like I really wish people would stop not making an economy model. You know, you can make an economy model. You can make a PS Four two fifty gigabyte hard drive. That's like a hundred bucks. You probably make it for a hundred bucks. That'd be selling like pancakes during Christmas.
1: You know how how hard would that be? Granted, you could probably only save one game, but I well, mean, well, that's like that. That PlayStation Three is essentially just a DVD player, so I think in that regard, they they actually perform that well. Yeah, but I mean, even the PlayStation when it first came out, they had the sixty,
0: the eighty, and the one hundred and twenty. I mean, they, they should they should make an make an economy model. You don't have to like fucking Apple. I, I know I said I wouldn't talk about Apple anymore, but it's <laughs> like you know they make they make everything is sixteen gigabytes now. You can make a four gig whatever. I don't think they sell an iPad under four hundred dollars anymore. Like there used to be like a two hundred dollar model iPad, and then like a two fifty, and then, like a three hundred. Now everything's like four hundred, even the mini. And it's like the mini is like thirty two gigs, and it's either like thirty two gigs or like sixteen gigs, and it, you know you can use it, you know, over cellular, whatever. You yeah, for AT
1: and T, but yeah, fuck you to that. It'd be worth it for AT and T just to see the AT and T girl though. Yeah. All right, so what's your fuck you? Milana Von Traub.
0: Shout out to her, and however you say her name. My fuck you this week is uh, going to Jewel uh, for a number of reasons. Wow. The Jewel Osco on Western and Archer, specifically. Yes, well, that is a shitty Jewel. That is a shitty Jewel. <laughs> That's the closest Jewel to the FTC. <laughs> the Jewel of the FTC, if you will. I,
1: that one... As opposed to the actually, Nile. the two that are by you both suck, because there's one of Pulaski. That one, one sucks. Pulaski, the one of Pulaski. One right Alaskan Archer. Okay, yeah, that's a little
0: far, but yeah, that does suck too. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to them for getting a Chipotle. You're uh, actually
1: better off jumping on the expressway and just going to the Mariano's right there on Ashland.
0: I do go to Mariano's on Ashland a lot. That's a I, great I one. I do prefer the Mario and and Jewel. Lately, their prices have been higher than Target. So, like, why even bother shopping for groceries in mm-hmm. Jewel anymore? Like, mm-hmm. like I used to exclusively buy milk from Jewel because the milk was cheaper and uh, the expiration dates were like a little bit longer. So, you know, if you buy two gallon, we don't go through a lot of milk. So, if you buy two gallon, you know, it gets you a little bit, you know, further. But um, but now it's like, <coughs> I just did a test the other day. Target, December fourteenth. Jewel, December fourteenth. So, you know, I ended up buying it. Uh, Heck of a test. Yeah. Well, you know, and You're it like was the moke lady and clerks. Yeah. And it was 20 cents more at the uh, jewel. So I'm like, oh, a fucking boss, Sorry. But fuck you to that jewel because they got rid of all the self-checkout lanes. Really? And I love and I hate the self-checkout lanes. And I think more jewels are starting to do that. But I love and I hate the self-checkout lanes because with the self-checkout lanes, you don't have to deal with the incompetent clerks that jewel, uh, you know, you have to deal with one of them because one of them's managing four registers. Now you have four of them. But now you have incompetent civilians. Well, yeah, that turns into incompatibilities. <laughs> don't know how to use a che- self checkout lane. Uh, what's the barcode? I don't need to scan it. Like, I need my credit card. How do I operate this pin pad? Y'all don't have a special
1: license. Bro, I time myself in the self-checkout. Like, I'm, I'm amazing at that shit. Like, I know the codes to, like, you know, some of the food items. I'm just, whatever. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I'm an asshole. Like, sometimes I'll speed through the self-checkout lane and stare at you as I walk by as you're bagging your shit because <laughs> you started your self-checkout before I did, and you only have two items, and I have the 10, like the Mac or the maximum 15, which, by the way, now they have express lanes, and it just—the stupid customers still don't know how to count to 15. It's like, I got two things. I've said before on this podcast— I cannot stand making the big grocery trips. So I'm constantly going to Costco every day. I'm constantly going to Jewel all the time. One thing, two thing. I'm never, you know. One, I live in, the FTC is in a place where it's like, okay, you'll never know where you're going to be able to park. Two, the FTC or? or sorry, uh, Lazarus Bay. I was going to say, I have a fucking driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus Bay does not have a driveway. No. It, it has a bay. <sighs> and you
1: don't know where you're going to park. Yeah, that parking over there is ruthless. To and, be, wait, to be fair, how many cars does your household have? All right, let's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one, basically, one for each person who lives there. Dude, that fucking... And then some, because yeah. Johnny has like five cars. Yep. Well, anyways, besides the one that Jessica has. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, you know, and for those of you who live outside Chicago or, you know, the city limits or, you know, even people who don't live in, in this country who are listening, thank you very much. Um, We'll get the shout-outs. Chicago has banned plastic bags, plastic grocery bags. So you got to deal with either paper or the fucking, you know, reusable ones or whatever. So that's why I don't like buying a lot of shit at the grocery store anymore because it's like the bags are shit. You know, the paper bags are like sandwich bags, so you can't really fit anything in there and they're like cheap quality. The only people who really have their shit together are Target, who use actually good plastic reusable bags, and they just give you a little bit of a discount if you bring your own. So, anyways, fuck you to Jewel for getting rid of the stuff checkout lane. Um, fuck you to that Jewel for barricading the second entrance, um, which is a pain in the ass. The, the entrance by the liquor section. Now, granted, oh. it could be a security risk. Yeah, maybe people are running out of the Jewel without liquor. But I really think it's so you don't have people tracking mud into another entrance. That's got to be some sort of fire hazard. And, like, it's barricaded all the time. Not just at, like, you know, the the potential risk time. It's barricaded all the time. Like, hire a fucking security guard to stand at that door. They got rid of the register by that door. So it's like, now all the assholes who shop there don't want to park on the other side of the lot. So everybody tries to congregate against the one entrance, and they're fucking double parking, and they're being idiots. It's like, just open the fucking other entrance. Like, it can't be worth it to have that entrance barricaded. Or have another entrance
1: midway through or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate that fucking... There's joke. a reason why Targets have two entrances. Yeah, usually I park at the non-food entrance, because even though it's more of an inconvenience because I'm 90% of the time there for food items, like, I still gotta go that way to the registers anyway. I might as well go that way and just keep going out. Yeah, and the non-food entrance is an electronic entrance, so, like,
0: you know... You... Yeah. Now you have
1: an excuse to be in that area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which brings us to our Really, Really segment. For the moments in life when you find yourself saying, really, really, make sure they have the appropriate insurance, whether it be for home, life, auto, or port-a-potty. Give a limb insurance a call at 312 945 and get a free quote today. Or visit their website at
1: limbinsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. A, a insurance. <laughs> So my
0: really, really for this week, I don't know if we talked about it on the show before, but we have a Christmas tradition, which <laughs> I am sticking to the Christmas tradition of Christmas music. And by the way, a little bit of a fuck you, Jesus is the reason for the season. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. I really hate doing the Xmas or the Happy Holidays bullshit. It's Christmas. Other religions can celebrate Christmas, just like other religions
1: can celebrate Halloween. Well, was like, incidentally, Hanukkah is the starts at the same time as Christmas Eve this year so apparently a lot of Jews are happy because they're able to put up Christmas trees because they never get a chance to, so they're able to sneak in the other holiday at the same time i mean i wouldn't mind celebrating hanukkah that sounds like a fun holiday too but it's like
0: even the all the christmas stuff that we actually do like that's Christmassy. that's all pagan shit anyway the whole christmas tree that has nothing to do with jesus the wreaths nothing yeah but jesus is the reason for the season um i am not against any other religion or even atheists celebrating christmas buy somebody a gift put up a tree it's fun sing songs it's great Whatever. Respect to Thanksgiving, though, because I hate when people start celebrating Christmas right after Halloween. Respect Thanksgiving. It's a holiday. It's a time to get together with your family. It's a great time for food. Don't celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving, but Black Friday, all's fair. Start listening to Christmas music. That's when you should start listening to Christmas music. Not that there are any Thanksgiving songs. If anybody wants to write Thanksgiving songs, we'll promote you on the show. Um, we'd, I would love to hear some Thanksgiving songs. But start listening to Christmas music Black Friday. So, anyways, kind of Within our family, uh, more so like the Tenorio side. I started a tradition a couple years back. Um, it's kind of a variant off of the Alpine Deli Haas game, where it's they're listening to Christmas music and they have to identify. And it's a specific rendition of a Home Alone song. Like, it has to actually be on the soundtrack by the same artist. Mm-hmm. Somebody yells out Haas and gets a point if they can identify the song. Dude, I used to be the reigning champ of that shit. Yeah. So anyways, it's a variation of that, where it's really more simplified, where we'll listen to 93.9, the local station in Chicago that plays all Christmas music. My FM. From before Thanksgiving, which I'm against, until after Christmas. So anyways, my version of the game is, call out the name of the song before it comes up next. So, you know, if I say uh, Blue Christmas, and it comes on next, you get a point. Doesn't matter who, which rendition. Yeah. You just need a witness. You should get two points for for naming the artist. Ah, To go along with it, that's a little complicated, because now everybody's doing the cover songs, and you know it's like, exactly. Um, But anyways, you'll you'll get a point if you can name the song before it comes on, because there's only a handful of Christmas songs, and you know you've got probably like a one out of twenty seven shot, kind of like a roulette table. I'm guessing the next song that comes on the the radio. So anyways, it's supposed to start after Thanksgiving on Black Friday until uh, Christmas, and whoever gets the most points wins. We decided to put money on it this year, but, you know, we haven't really put any money down, so I don't think that's going to really go through. But anyways, today I was on fire. I was in the car for about two hours. I had Sandra as my witness. I got two off the bat in the morning. Not in a row, but, like, I got one when I got in the car, and then, you know, another one, like, maybe half an hour down the road. And then on the way home, I got, like, another two. And I just kept, like, I stuck with the same song. Like, I'm so afraid of changing my song. Like, if I guess wrong, I stick with the, the same song for the next song that comes up, because I feel like if I change my answer, the song that I picked last time is going to come on. So, we've been texting each other scores just to kind of keep each other honest and make sure everybody has a witness. And as soon as Sandra texted that I got two this morning, people were like, ugh, and "Oh, bullshit. I don't have any bullshit. Rodney's cheating, the van has like a special... <laughs> uh, you know, it shows the song early on 93.9 on the whatever digital broadcast, and I was just like, wasn't cheating, Sandra's my witness, fucking haters. Well, I didn't say fucking haters, I just said haters. <laughs> um, I'd have given you props said, fuck you, haters, I'd have been <laughs> like,
1: alright, he got the points, whatever.
0: But I, I had four points today, believe it or not, so I was just on fire, so that's my, really, really, also 93 FM, I don't know what your favorite Christmas album of all time is, or I don't know if you have one. I kind of have to go back and forth between two so far. Uh, The Wham!
1: Christmas album and the Mariah Carey Christmas album. Mine has to be the Johnny Mathis Christmas album. Only because growing up we'd listen to it while we decorated the tree on cassette. Ah, okay.
0: I do like the Chipmunk Christmas album. That's a good one. It's kind of fun. Because I do like, I love covers, but I like that, I really like that Mariah Carey, when she came up with her album, she came up with a couple of original songs. The Charlie Brown Christmas album. That's a good one too. Yeah. Um, but I just like, I like All I Want for Christmas is You. I love the My Chemical Romance cover of All I Want for Christmas is You.
1: Uh, well,
0: really, really it's a Light FM for not playing that, because you should go out and listen to it if you haven't already.
1: That goes into my Really, Really. So I've been listening to a lot of Billy Joel lately. Always been a Billy Joel fan. Just started listening to him on Pandora. I would have loved to see him at Wrigley uh, at Field. Field. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, Pandora Radio Billy Joel leads into Elton John a lot. They did back and forth. And I don't think I really cared about the song Yellow Brick Road, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, until, like, I really sat back and listened to it, and I'm, and I'm like, man, this this song's fucking amazing. and know, I, I don't think I gave... I mean, I've always liked Elton John, but I like him even more, especially after that song. So I was listening to that song, and it came on last night, and I was like, I wonder who's who else has done a rendition of it. And I looked up Sarah... Bar- or I just looked up Elton John cover, and Sarah Bareilles came up. The chick that sings Brave, and she's had, she had a couple hits earlier. She also does an amazing cover of Sia's uh, ch- Chandelier, and she does Gravity with Elton John. Um, she actually does some pretty good covers of some great songs, but her rendition of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is absolutely amazing. And I shared it with the podcast peeps. Nobody said anything, so I was like, I don't know if anybody even bothered to no, listen to No, I think I
0: got the link while I was at work, so I didn't really get to... Uh...
1: If you if you get a chance, listen to both versions, even Elton John's like, I never would have expected someone to do the song like that. And he's like, and it blew me away. So much so that that's why he ended up wanting to work with her. And I think I've just been sleeping on Sarah Bareilles. Like it's I mean, underrated hot chick at the same time. It's got a little bit of schnoz, but she's good to go. But at the same time it's it's very much like man, you know, I didn't I didn't know that she could play guitar, piano. You know, that she writes all her own music and stuff. She's she's incredibly talented. And I was like, I never gave this chick a second thought in my life. Excuse me. And she's, like, she'll have, like, a beer while being on stage. And she'll be like, all right, I'm fucking tired. Let's go on to the next song. I'm like, seems actually pretty good. Like, I'm, I don't think I would mind seeing her in concert. I wouldn't know shit other fucking songs unless she's doing covers. But the covers that she does do are... That, that, that she does do. The covers that she does are very, very good. Very good. And... So for me, it's a really, really over the fact that I didn't, I never gave her the time of day, and I might have been missing out on a
0: great artist. I think maybe she just comes comes from the old school mentality, like you know, when you when you were an artist back in the day, you know, like Van Halen. Yeah, okay, Van Halen got to be Van Halen not because not only because they played you know Van Halen songs, but you know, everybody back in that day or that time started out as a cover artist. You like, you had to cover the popular songs. Mm -hmm. So Van Allen knew like, you know, the top 40 songs and they can play them or at least their rendition of them with like David Lee Roth singing, you know? So like even Garth Brooks, that's how I feel with Ed Sheeran too. Garth Brooks, like he would, uh, he was a big fan of, uh, um, shit. What was it? What was the song that inspired uh, friends in low places? Uh, Billy Joel, he was a huge Billy Joel fan, and he did does a cover of you know Piano Man on guitar. But I mean, you know, really, yeah, really, really great uh, cover.
1: What was the name of Garth Brooks when he was an R and B singer?
0: I don't know. We asked about that the last episode. God damn it! Every fucking time.
1: But you heard the song that he did, right?
0: I I know he did like he did like a religious stint that really didn't go over so well. No, this um, was
1: like he had like a a soul patch and like he dyed his hair black and was like combed over his face a little bit like real emo it was so it was so funny when it happened because everyone made such a huge deal about it mm-hmm. anyway now that matters all right moving on to want to do shout outs let's oh, shout outs first and foremost shout out to maria thank you for all that you do blah blah blah, blah. shout out to the guy at gamestop for helping me out with actual <laughs> pertinent information Shout out to Johnny for getting for finding out uh, the the hard drive that i ended up purchasing. Hope it all works out. And shout out to Armando who was actually supposed to be here, and Steve and Caesar and Brandon, Aubrey, and uh, Dundee. Dundee, thank you guys for all wanting to be here, but you know scheduling gets a little rough. Dave, we tried to do a hooking up yesterday. Things kind of fell through. So we'll get back to work on that, um, or he will. It's his fucking show. Uh, but shout out to Armando for the birth of his son, which we accidentally missed out on being able to give a shout out for. I believe his name's Gabriel. So congratulations. Looks like a beautiful kid. Can't wait to meet him one day. Let me know if you need baby clothes or toys, because I think we're going to start donating a shit ton of the kids' toys. Yeah, Sebastian's going to be growing out of
0: his stuff. He can pass along to Gabriel. Yeah, So be the
1: third in line. Get some of Jason's old stuff. That's Sebastian's old stuff. That's not his. Yeah. Always helps. Yeah. None of the clothes are that worn down. Do you hear something? I do hear something.
0: Huh? I do
1: hear something. Whoa. What? Hi, Sebastian. <laughs> are you supposed to be down here, buddy? Yeah, you have to go to sleep. No. <laughs> Speaking of
0: kids popping up out of nowhere. <laughs> Young Sebastian <laughs> freaked me the fuck out. Dude, that was hilarious. You're just... Uh, recording a podcast, I heard of them. So I turn around, and I don't know if for those of you have been to the FTC before, my back is to the staircase.
1: But I couldn't even see him from here.
0: No, he, he he was peeking around the corner, and I got the chills right up my spine.
1: <laughs> just so you know, my son's not that ugly. Shout out to Sebastian on his ninja skills. We got those soft padded pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, that
0: brings back memories of Jason's boost PJs. That shit was so funny.
1: Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the son of Rodney scared. Just so low-key, even in fear. Just, whoa. <laughs> so we're talking about kids popping up in the
0: we shout-outs? Yeah. Uh, Shout-out to my wife, you know, for just being wifely. Birthday shout-outs. Uh, apologies to... I don't have my birthday list. Did we list. do Nelson? Well, I did want to do... Uh, it's the day after... But uh, shout out to, um, that just happens, fifth beetle, Mr. Nelson Alexander Flores. Uh, the second. Yeah. Junior. Really hoping for, you know, we decide to have a, a, a baby so we can get an NF3. You know, not quite that. You know, I gotta ask, remind me to ask JD next time we see him about the Esquire thing. Every time I look up Esquire, it has something to do with, like, lawyers. Like, does that really mean the fourth? I don't know. I thought it was the fifth. Fifth? What's J.D.? Isn't he the fourth? What's the fourth, then? Oh, no, yeah, fourth, because, you know... He's the Esquire, right? Yeah. Shout out to J.D. and Aubrey, who are about to have Johnny Five. JD Five. Do it any day now.
1: The Solidarity. Or the Singularity. That's what his name is. I think that's what I made his superhero name. Johnny Five, the Singularity? Because he's the one boy out of all the girls. I think that's what it was. Because they... I was charged with trying to... They asked me to figure out a superhero name for him. Um... So I had to come up with a superhero name and a uh, an emblem. Hmm. JD and Aubrey. Uh, let's see. Yeah, do it any day now. No, no, Aubrey and Dundee. Oh, uh, the anomaly. <laughs> That's what he is. The anomaly. And that was gonna be kind of like his symbol. Okay. So th- there's a highlight on the V underneath, just so you can actually have the the V symbol. I'm trying to look for something with V first. It's a lot harder to do when people put you th- like straight to it, just, hey, here's, you know, come up with a name, like, oh, that's hard to do, so, sorry, originally I was going to call him the Vaginator, the Vaginator. that's what it was, the last Dougherty, the other one was Viter. Um yeah, so anyway,
0: sorry, go ahead, uh, but shout out to them, because do, babies do any day now, I know they really wanted to, well, I know Aubrey would have really wanted to be here to talk some Doctor Strange, um apologies for the birthday shout outs. I don't have on my birthday list. Um but uh happy birthday uh to Nelson Flores. Do the horns.
1: Um
0: sh- happy birthday, just uh, I' off the top of my head. Uh happy birthday to Maya. Happy birthday to you by the time this airs. Yeah, second birthday. Uh happy birthday to me, yeah. <laughs> so Well yeah. If, I, if all goes well and I can edit tonight, maybe I'll air this tomorrow. Shit.
1: Are you going? To, you're going tomorrow, right? To Nelson's thing. Ah, oh, maybe I won't air this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we still gotta figure that out. You know,
1: is it? Is it? Um,
0: do you think it's too ambitious for
1: uh, Mama Flores to watch? I, I know she offered, but I think she thinks either too highly of herself or too highly of the kids. because how many would she be? Would she be just watching the four? I think just the four. Hmm. It wouldn't be impossible for her to do it. No. Because, I mean, she watched me, Nelson, Bradley, and Frankie mm-hmm. as kids. But she was younger with more energy at the time. And she
0: might not want to do it again if she does <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want to play the, okay, you can
1: babysit all four of them card. If, just she, yet. if she had help, I'd be more comfortable with her. I mean, like I said, I'm sure she could do it, and I'm sure it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But well, my mom, my mom is one of those people where she's like, "Yeah, I'll watch twenty six kids, no problem." And it's like, "Are you sure that you want to do that?" Like, but I mean, just give the kids some Nyquil before they come over. I've been doing some mine. Um. So shout out to you, of course, one of the founders of UTJ. Yeah. Um. Who else? To, shout out to Omar. Omar. Shout those out to. Kids. Shout out to Sheikh. His birth. We actually have the same birthday. Uh-huh. Andrew Boynton, Shout out. My cousin Grace, shout out. Hey. There's
0: got to be a lot of December birthdays that we can't think of.
1: It's funny, because your birthday is actually not on Facebook.
0: Nah, you know, I don't know.
1: For the guy that trusts Facebook for birthdays, you're kind of like, fuck you if you don't know. Fine, better (laughs) ask somebody. Uh, Let's see, I got Nelson, Andrew, my cousin Rick, uh, Yachty, December 5th. Oh, yeah. That's basically it. Uh, people that I didn't. Ronnie's not till... <clears throat> La Fama Banca is not till the 16th. Shout out to him and Matt, who I saw both of them today. and went to Alpine Food Shop. You know, I'd really like to do all the December birthdays, because we're not
0: doing week to week anymore. Okay.
1: So we got Omar, Uh, let's see, Gara, Pal, happy birthday, congratulations on uh, the new gig. Uh, Sean Keen. Is that Joe's brother? No. My mom is on the 29th. Yeah. Yeah. And then Angel's on the 31st. Oh, no, not the Chips Angel. Who, I don't know how old he's turning, but it's not good. It's too old. I think I think he's going to be 19. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Got the world ahead of him. So, today, going to Alpine Food Shop, speaking of which, I, uh, there was a kid working at the register. And I'm like, I walk over to him, I'm like, who is that? He's like, oh, that's, you know, I don't want to put him out there. It's... That kid. And I was like... I used to babysit that kid for my... It was my boss's kid. And I used to babysit him so his wife could go out and, like... His younger brother was still in diapers. He must have been, like, four, five the most. And now he's waiting on me to to get food. It blows my fucking mind. Is it, is it weird that they take credit card now? Like, I, I find it convenient. I like it. Yeah. It's weird. They got a whole touch screen and everything. I'm yeah. like, what the hell is going on in this place? It's, well, like I was in the Stone Age compared to this shit. Yeah. Like, Alpine, from when I first started, when it didn't have the seating area and all that shit, to what it is now, it's... I'm, I'm happy for them, you know? Dude, like, in general, we've had, like, a huge nostalgia weekend.
0: Um Just because we were in a Downers Grove area, and we went to Denny's for steak and eggs, you know, which nice. Sandra, Liz, and I, and, you know, when Liz started eating Nelson, I think he would join us every once in a while for steak and eggs at Denny's. And then we went to uh, Maya's birthday party it was at uh, UIC oh nice so it's nice to see that they changed the names of all the buildings and
1: now they have a fucking Amazon pickup center oh for safety reasons no I'm thinking I'm thinking Craigslist or uh, cause you know like some some place they have like a secure location so oh, you yeah. can do meetups for, for shit like that yeah it's very smart yeah
0: I, I think I was fortunate enough to buy a couple
1: things off Craigslist and you know, it was pretty straightforward legit yeah yeah me too yeah maria would always be like oh i found this off craigslist i'm like you're not going anywhere without me right like i refuse to have you a little five foot one you know 100 plus pound woman going up and being like hi can i have this and then problem happens we good with shout outs we gotta get to the intro <laughs> we did the intro no i mean like the theme music and podcast news oh yeah it's more to podcast news
0: Got my time. podcast. I got my podcast. Time. So speaking of podcast news, yeah, I, I used to get a lot of flack for doing the birthday thing, but I, I like doing the birthday thing because I don't know. I always appreciated a birthday shout out. Uh. I mean, over what? Nah, it's just kind of like wasted air time. I guess. fuck out of here! I don't know. I like shouting out my friend's birthdays. So I like to. Yeah. I, I like to. I don't like to do the Facebook wall, like, happy birthday thing because it's like Facebook's kind of cheating. Like I haven't been. Like,
1: like I see, hey, it's this person's birthday. Ah, fuck it.
0: Yeah. No, I will. I will. If I see it's your birthday on Facebook, I will take the time out of my day to, like, text message you or. Yeah. I will. I will Facebook message you. But I won't write on your wall like everybody else does because you can get an app that will do that for you. I wrote
1: on Nelson's wall. I mean, I probably have, but... But at least it was, like, more personalized than just, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. There used to be an app that would, um...
0: I think I inadvertently signed up for it one time, where it's like they send a birthday card, you know? Oh, yeah. Based on Facebook birthdays, and people were like, thank you so much for the card. And I'm like, what card? Oh, yeah. Right. You're welcome!
1: I remember that. I don't know.
0: But I, don't, I didn't have the app with me today, and I just... I don't know. It's almost like an impromptu... Recording today, really. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, but uh, I wanted to shout out a couple new cities in our listening audience, um, which is what uh, our podcast news is really for. Um, got a lot of listens in Palatine, Illinois. Um, is, I, think I don't know how to say hello in Palatine. <laughs> Every time I hear Palatine, I think of Palatown. So I goes back of Palpatine. To, goes back to Pokemon again. Ash. Of course it does. Uh, shout-outs around the world. We've got new listeners in... I don't know how to say this. Creepy in Valois, France. That's a weird town. Um, Winnipeg, Canada.
1: What? Yeah. Um... Got some Americans moving up there. Really? Well, it's a Canada. Yeah, maybe it's the, uh, Trump (laughs) evacuators.
0: We don't talk about politics. Um... Winnipeg Canada's kinda of like the
1: Indiana of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been, so we I just lost the list. I bet it's still amazing over it's, there. It's very industrial. Um, or, so it's like more like Detroit.
0: Yeah. Not not a lot to see. Um, you know, it's got the... I don't know, it has Amal. The restaurants in Canada are really weird too. It's like they don't have themes. It's like you, you can you can go you can go to like a regular restaurant in Canada and order dim sum or a Rubin. Like, you know. Hmm. Chinese or Irish or you know, then same place will have
1: tacos. Really kind of strange. Who the fuck wants to go to Canada for tacos? You're going the wrong way. Yeah, you <laughs> cross, cross the wrong border for some tacos.
0: Um, and then uh, shouts out to shouts out to our local listeners across the country, uh, Brooklyn, New York. Ooh. I think they're going to become one of our regular listening audience. We see I them heard a lot. They go
1: hard over there.
0: Jay Z song. Ah, oh,
1: right. Uh, Detroit, Michigan, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Wonder if that's anywhere near Thunder Mifflin Paper Company.
0: Uh, I was thinking of uh, um, Pennsylvania and some homemade fucking pie. Uh, Frederick, Frederick, Maryland, and uh, Houston, Texas. Then, of course, shouts out to our regular listening audience in Aurora, Chicago, Hanover Park, Juliet, Bolingbrook, Oakland, Skokie, Elk Grove Village. Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Indianapolis, Indiana, and our Chicagoland area, across the country, Wichita, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, D.C., Ashburn, Virginia, Scottsdale, Arizona, Miami, and Fort Lauderdale. In uh, our West Coast audience, San Jose, Mountain View, California, Long Beach, L.A., and internationally, Amsterdam, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Dublin, Ireland, Chelsea, France. Shouts
1: out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys so much. All right. <clears throat> I wanted to burn through a quick topic um, that Jared brought up. Uh, he, he was asking if... Because you, you watch Stranger Things, right? I do. Are you watching it? Or you I finished did. watching it? Okay. He asked if we noticed how similar Stranger Things was to Insidious. I
0: don't get the comparison. Like, a, little,
1: a little kid gets lost in... One's astral in, at the real f- projection oh, yeah, but, and
0: one's different dimension.
1: I mean, we're going to talk plenty about astral projection at some point today, but... I mean, I get what he means. Um, to me, Stranger Things still takes... It, it's like if you were to take Insidious and throw it in the world of Goonies, that's what it would end up being. And I'm still okay with it. Um, but I just want to touch on that so that you know, we wouldn't be blowing off his thing. Uh, Ryan, we're going to hold on to yours so next time you're on the show because I know that you probably have a lot of answers of that up your sleeve.
0: Didn't we need to talk about something that Nick asked us to bring up on our show? And I forget what it was.
1: Oh. Apologies, Mr. Prol. One second. Um, let's see. No? No, this was like a way, way long oh. time ago.
0: Yeah. Apologies. The podcast peeps message board. Maybe, it's,
1: yeah, it's so intense.
0: <laughs> maybe someday we'll release that to a listening audience or other people somewhere, but it's hilarious and especially like the GIF wars and it's like you turn around and there's like eighty messages in one day, and it's like okay to go back and try to find something that somebody posted. Damn near possible.
1: Um. He was talking about the Wonder Woman trailer. Like if it, if we thought that that should have been that should have come out after Man of Steel.
0: Nah, there was something like way way before yeah. that. I got all excited when the, um they said the Vag dialogue uh, episode was uh, ready, but then it was not posted and no. I. Yeah, I was looking at my SoundCloud app and I'm like, "What the fuck? What yeah, is it?" exactly. And I was I'm like, "I want to hear that one." Is that not on the feed? And I realized Jared just put it on the Dropbox, and Nick probably has to look at it.
1: Hmm. Get to work, Nick. What the fuck? Stop running and do some goddamn posting. So, anyway, whatever. Let's move on to the um I just saw portion because
0: I got a, You know, actually, I got a weird or not weird. Oh, okay, glow in the dark apparel. Is that? I, I love glow-in-the-dark apparel. I got my glow-in-the-dark kamikazes right now.
1: I guess it depends what you're wearing. <clears throat> like a whole outfit. And it depends your activity. If you're just walking, then it's weird. So I mean, But I if can't... you're like a runner and you like running at night, glow-in-the-dark apparel is nice. Yeah, but I don't know. I just have an affinity for like I have a
0: draw. like It's glow-in-the-dark shirt. Shoelaces. Shoelaces are fun. I used to love shoelaces. I used to have, like, a collection of, like, shoelaces, and I would swap them out. I mean, this is, like, late 80s, you know, with L.A. gear. L.A. gears used to come with, like, four pairs of different shoelaces. They had fat laces, like uh, um, Converse. Converse was a big Adidas thing. Adidas like, had
1: that like that for a while, too, right? Yeah,
0: with the shell toes. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the 18s or the 22s, or sometimes you get the 12s. It depends how many eyelets you have. You get the fat, you get the wide, you get the double, you know. I was very much... What's the shoe come with? Fine. But see, if you had a pair of LA gears, it came with like four different...
1: I never had a pair of LA gear. Yeah, I was, I was not that kid, unfortunately. I wanted them, I just never had. I only had the one. Hmm. Did I bring a Dunkin' bread into coffee? No. Weird or not weird? See, because see, according to Puerto Ricans, that's not weird. But according to everyone else,
0: that's weird. See, I don't think that's weird, only because I can get down with chocolate and bread. Yeah. Just because, you know, with Sandra, that's what they do. Matter of fact, before I came to record today, Sandra asked me to pick up two loaves of French bread from Jewel. That's why I was at Jewel. She was making chocolate.
1: Coffee? Well, that's fucking bullshit. We can't get any of that shit. Right. Unbelievable.
0: Coffee, uh, yeah, I guess not. I mean, you know, it's it's just, you know... Less sugary donut, I suppose, bread.
1: Weird or not weird to pour coffee into your cereal. Like, you already have milk and the cereal. Just pour coffee in there. Like with Frosted Flakes.
0: That I think is weird. But Mama Flores keeps telling me to try Captain Crunch in your coffee. And I still have yet to try that. <laughs> My um, mom told you that? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, What I do think is weird is the cheese in
1: the hot chocolate. That I don't understand, too. Yeah. Which is a huge Puerto Rican thing. Piece of cheese at the bottom of the hot chocolate. And you're supposed to, like, pour the cheese onto, like, a cracker and eat it. I'm like, you people are fucking random. That, I think, is weird. Alright, so, um, I just saw. Okay, so... <clears throat> uh What is it, PSX 16 is going on right now? Which is essentially, like, the E3 just for PlayStation. Yeah, how do we get tickets to that? And where is that? I don't know. And I didn't even know what was going on until... This weekend. Um, By the way, I I used to love
0: CES. It's a consumer electronics show. And it used to be a giant show. used to be this big expo where you can go and you can go and check out and you can play video games that are coming out in the next year. Like, I, I went to my first CES, I got to play Mortal Kombat, like, you know, at least nine months before the game came out on the consoles. And this was back in the day when it's like they were trying to decide to put Blood or Not in the Nintendo version. But um, I really fuck you to CES for closing it off to the public because it's oh you have to be an insider and you know, blah, blah blah. Fuck you. You lose fan fan base like that. No, fuck you to Navy Pier Winter Wonderfest. It's now twenty three dollars a person, kids included, to go when it used to be free. So now basically it's going to charge. It might cost me potentially one hundred and fifty dollars just to take my kids, including fuck parking. That. I mean, granted the you know the admission comes with rides, but it's like,
1: no, no, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, all right, so wait before yeah. I get into that, shout okay. out shout out to PlayStation because Tuesday, the Last Guardian comes out, and I have to pick that up, which sucks because it's on my Amazon wish list. And I didn't, I didn't realize it was still on my wish list until like this week. And I'm like, fuck, what if my grab bag person bought it for me? But now I gotta try and get, you know, because I've been waiting like 10 years for this game. So I have to get it. Um, They're not going to make another one. So the trailers that I saw today, uh, the first one was the Crash Bandicoot remastered. So, it's the original trilogy of Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and 3. They remastered it, revamped it, and they're going to re-release it on the PS4, which I'm super fucking excited about because I absolutely love that game. That game series, period. Um, Then, besides that, there was The Last of Us Part 2 trailer, which looks unreal. Like, gorgeous. I haven't seen it. And I thought The Last of Us 1 was a pretty game, especially the remastered one. This one, I was like, holy shit. Like, it it looks like, like it's a real person. So, very excited for that. Has, any,
0: has anybody told that? Now, that character was
1: modeled after Ellen Page, right? Yes and no. Um, there was a game with Ellen Page in it called, I think, Beyond Two Souls or something like that. And that game was blatantly, like... She did the voice acting, and they literally modeled it off of her. Um, <clears throat> but I think she did try to sue for likeness. I don't know if she won or not. I gotta look into that. <clears throat> um, and then besides that, was the big one of Marvel versus Capcom Infinity. Yeah. Which...
0: Which, okay, come on. Does Ryu really stand a chance against Ms. Yeah. Marvel?
1: No fucking way. And I I was like, come on, guys. Like, And do you say Ryu or do you say Ryu? Ryu? I think it depends on my mood. (laughs) Because I've said both. Um, So I'm very, very excited about the things that are coming out for... um, within the next few... Because Xbox doesn't have... doesn't have... uh, access to any Capcom shit, I don't think. I think Capcom's solely PlayStation. Don't really? they
0: have like a Mega Man.
1: Well, they at least, I know for a fact, they don't have any Street Fighter shit.
0: I've never owned an Xbox.
1: Because Xbox only had, um, Killer Instinct. PlayStation doesn't have Killer Instinct. But, <clears throat> so, was, I guess Capcom was trying to figure out which system they are going to go with. And they ultimately went with PS4 and, X Xbox comes. is like, fine. We don't need it. We we have Killer Instinct. I'm like, yeah. Good fucking luck. Yeah. It might be a fun game. It, you know <clears throat> what? It,
0: it really is a fun game. But it's it's more of a button masher. Now I've never owned an Xbox, but you know I had that whole Killer Instinct on my uh, on my computer uh-huh. thing. But the shitty thing is, it's like okay, Killer Instinct comes with one playable character, and if you want the other ones, you've got to pay for. You like you bought got to buy the
1: character. That's that's shitty. Like, give me something well, more. They they did that for Street Fighter Five, which pisses me off. Well, I thought you had to earn them. But- you can earn them, or you could just flat out buy them. But earning them is like a shit ton of time and effort just to earn it. So besides that, besides the video game stuff, <clears throat> now it's the holiday season. Things like that. Oh, I watched Old Boy. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the holiday. I watched Old Boy. Um, Nelson's probably got a round of Band of Brothers coming up. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed. To, well, like one to three inches at most. I, apparently, it's only supposed to stick on like grassy areas. Um. Saw that. Um. Been, we talked a little bit about watching The Office. I'm sure you're going to get into that. And because the holiday season, ran, I watched The Santa Claus. Which is a lot funnier of a movie than I even remember. Like, I already liked the movie and I thought it was funny. But I haven't seen it in at least a couple years and I watched it. I was like, man, this is a, what a great, fun, festive movie. And I didn't even realize it was a Disney flick. So. And I saw Doctor Strange. Twice. Did you go by yourself that one day? No. No, by the time Maria ended up coming home and so stuff, I was like, "Yeah, forget it."
0: Yeah, I had to really think twice about that. Cause, you know, I, I even I was even tempted to take Jason. I think he would like that. He would enjoy it. But then Sandra was like, "Well, you think he might like Moana better? He might like Moana better." Did he? Well, we never went. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, after end of the, after that discussion, it was just like, "Well, we shouldn't be taking him out to see movies on a school night, anyway." Like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, it was the middle of the week. Um, what have you seen besides Doctor Strange? I saw the Logan trailer. Okay. Which looks really, really good. Got a lot of questions, and, you know, I feel very positive about it, um, even though it's Fox, you know. <laughs> um, Patrick Stewart's in it. Um, I don't know the old man Logan story, but... The movie looks intriguing. I think I I'd, I'd wanna see it.
1: The old man Logan story has Hulk and Hawkeye and Spider Man in it. Red Skull. I'm like, you guys can't do any of that shit. So essentially why have it be the old man Logan story? Call it whatever else you want. It's the same problem with Wanted all over again. Whatever. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Uh, I saw I saw the latest Rogue One trailer. Mm. Uh, I have not, purposefully. I'm very excited to see that movie. I'm kind of curious how that'll play out like a Star Wars movie without any Jedi.
1: Did we'll have had, Vader in it. Did you see that they had to put out a press release saying that there's not going to be a sequel to Rogue One? Like, Idiots! Of course there's not!
0: It leads right into Part 4! Well, it is misleading. I mean, it's not like they named it Rogue Only. <laughs> oh my god. Um. And then, of course, Doctor Strange. All right. Oh, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the office. Let's talk about the office. What prompted me to <laughs> what prompted me, and I really I really want this to branch into more podcasts. What prompted me to talk about the office is I was listening to You're Gonna Get a Disease. And um, I love how Nick always puts together material and particularly games, uh, for when, you know, they they have, you know, well he has Luke and John on all the time, but he has games and stuff for Luke and Jonah and quizzes and stuff. Well, Luke and Jonah decided to put a quiz together for Nick to see how good of a friend he was. And he scored horribly. And uh not even Facebook status, he didn't even you know, get wow. Facebook friend status according to your scale. But um, you know, one of the shows that Luke and Jonah had in common that they loved was The Office. And uh as far as you and I and you know Sandra and Maria are concerned, that was like one of the few shows that we would get together for, besides Walking Dead. Um, and we would watch religiously, at least until uh, you know Michael Scott and Holly got married. But um, when they talked about that on the show, you know, I usually have ambient noise going on in the background. Um, a lot of times I default to Friends, or a lot of times I pay for the premium channels on cable just because, like, I want to have those movies on in the background, like when I'm getting dressed. Well, I went back to The Office after hearing the episode, and I just like burned through like three seasons. Which maybe like, uh, 5, 6, seven.
1: I'm a big 2, 3, 4 fan.
0: Well, see, 2, 3, 4 was the build-up. But 5, 6, 7 had the volleyball game, which is, you know, very emotional, tear-jerker. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, thinking about how you named Ceci after CC. And Ceci her name Marie. Ceci Marie in the show, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. Um, the wedding episode... Which was great because you know just brought memories back of the, the YouTube. See, but
1: I feel like like the later seasons started to get awkward just for the sake of awkward. Like the whole um, Pam being pregnant before the wedding—that's fine. But like you know during the speech when they when they accidentally reveal it, and there was like a change in Pam's mom, and then she started date, dating Michael, and I'm like, no, like you guys are forcing. Awkward situations when before it was like, here's a situation. It's accidentally awkward, and it's still there. Like Scott, Scott's, Scott's tots. tots that was a great. To, episode. One of the, to me, is one of the worst episodes. I love that episode. Just because it's it's t- it's all it's t- it's heavy. It's heavy in the awkwardness. Like oh man, this is like yeah. I would the first time I watched that episode.
0: Actually, I was watching it with Nelson. He had to walk away. Mm-hmm. Like he could not. Sit through that episode. I loved how I don't know. I, I I found it fantastic. There's hasn't been a show like that, and you know I haven't cared. I think what I like about five six seven, I care more about the characters more so than you know any of the other seasons. Like I care about Andy and Aaron's relationship. I care about Jim and Pam, like how they have a kid. I really cared about their wedding.
1: Um, you know, and to me, I like watching. Everything leading up to that, up up to and including like when when uh, Pam and Jim first started dating and he proposes. To me, like once the proposal hit, that was the best part. Like from there to there, was like my bookend of my favorite parts. Not to say the later episodes are worse, but all like that whole journey to get to where she was. Let's see that volleyball, was yes. like that no, vo- that, was a, that volleyball saw, game. That was his best acting.
0: Because you can see in his eyes, like the joy he had, like I'm gonna be a father. He didn't even say anything in that scene. Like he, he, like he looked at the camera and just, you know, acting wise, that was like incredible. Like I, I don't even like in that in that stretch of episodes, I don't even think of him as John Krasinski. I'm like, I'm thinking there's a real guy out well, there. Wait, what Jim. about
1: what about when he got when he got shot down with Pam in like one? What was that season? Was that season one? Yeah, but I mean, and like the, just a single tear fell on his cheek and he just caught it or whatever and just wiped it away. And then, you know, he ended up coming back in and swooped in and kissed. I'm like, that's that was Jim and Pam to me. You know, that was the struggle of this guy to get the girl. Like that's, to me, that was that's the great part to watch.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you
1: get that everywhere. And you get Karen. And to me, like for a while, I was like, man. Yes, you know, I've always wanted Jim and Pam to work out, but Here's Karen, who's equally as awesome as Pam. And it it wasn't, like, an obvious thing. Like, when it was Jim versus Roy, you had to root for Jim because Roy was eternally such a D-bay in so many ways. I mean, even, even when Karen and Jim started happening and Roy started to come around and see the error of his ways, and you're sort of like man, what if the show ends up taking them in two different directions? See,
0: you're looking at back at that stretch because of your fond memories of that's right around when you and Maria started dating. As a matter of fact, Maria was the one who got the copy of The Office, who got me starting watching The Office because she would bring it home and then, you know, I'd be watching it. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I'm looking at five, six, seven, and I'm coming to a realization that I like that stretch. Because Jim and Pam at that point are new parents. They're new parents, you know, the episode where you know they go out to like FUD Wreckers and Michael meets Donna.
1: Um, and Pam is so excited just to have a night out. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that the evolution of the relationship, them buying a house, you yeah. know, I think I'm closer to the Jim and Pam with the clown painting? Yeah. <laughs> so so and and you don't really see that in like any other show. Yeah. Like the unrequited love, like uh, the guy who gets turned down and eventually gets the girl. I mean, you see that every, friends. That's Ross and Rachel. It's like the same story retold. But the whole, I'm going to be a father thing, like how many, there's not, I mean, if there are shows like that, there's not a lot of them. It's
1: like when Ross has a kid
0: twice. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not with anybody he's married to, though. Yeah, that's true. You
1: know, Michael and Holly earn five, six, seven. See, but. Even Michael and Holly, in their beginning, was a lot of fun to watch. Because you see the stumbling, like, Michael, who's always this confident guy, can even break and be a stumbling idiot, you know? And he he can't even do his usual stuff. Like when when they're on the Ferris wheel or, or they're doing something and, and he's got a wide opening for her, that's what she said. And he doesn't do it. And it's not because he's trying to hold back. From saying that she said it's just he's lost in her, so it doesn't does come to him. And Jim's like, "Really?" So even that was just fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. Or like I Mike, said, even Michael and Donna when <laughs> he realizes he said with
0: the Dave and Buster's, and he, he Pam he realizes Pam set up on a date,
1: and he starts he turns he bl- the, around the oh my god he tries to tie a cherry stem with oh man, great great show. Once, I will admit though, once Steve Carell left, I lose so much. I mean. So I think you're missing out. I, I finished watching it. Mm-hmm. I watched it all. And I think, what's his name, did a really good job. Um, Ultron. What the hell's his name? James Spader. I think James Spader did a really good job. Well, Kathy Bates was pretty good. Sabre. Yeah. What, yeah, once it turned to Sabre Industries. That's when I was like, oh man. It's not Thunder Mifflin paper company anymore. Like now it's like printers and stuff. I'm like, uh, eh, you know, like
0: Or or even
1: uh That was I mean Not David was, Wallace but uh um Ah shit's Albus Albus character That was a great character too. Yeah. But like to me it was like that was kinda of the point with this. Like when Michael Scott did uh Endless Paper in the Paperless World. Like you just knew like the show is revolving around the, You know, a part of an industry that's gonna probably eventually die off. And everyone, like, it's almost like, hey, our feudal jobs in this feudal existence is even worse because I have to deal with these fucking people. And the I think the beauty of The Office that you get in the first few seasons are these could just be people that you work with. When in the later episodes, everyone becomes too quirky. Like, if you look at Kelly in season, like, one and two... She's the timid, non-flashy Indian girl. You know, her hair's up in a bunch. She's wearing long uh, skirts. And then somewhere down the line, they decided to make her real air and, you know, um, ditzy and always wearing over-the-top outfits. And So to me, it was sort of like, again, which was my big problem with Seinfeld and with... Um, it's always done in Philadelphia, you turn normal people into too much of a cartoon. Too yeah, a caricature of who they were. So that's why I feel you kinda of lose in the later episodes because you the story's resolved with Jim and Pam. You know. Michael's stories basically be once he was gone was resolved with Holly. Now it's sort of like, okay, now we go back to what's going on with Angela and Dwight. You know, and try to build that into something else. And once Andy was going back and forth as the boss, and then he was trying to try out for American Idol, and I'm like, dude, nobody, take us back to the office. Let's um, get back to the office The tattoo episode was good. And, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying they're bad episodes, but give me the office shit. Like, the office Olympics. It's, it's all these people doing the absolute bare minimum to get by through a day. Most of the time, not even worrying about work, like the pretzel episode. Or the Hillary Swank episode? Yes. (laughs) It was, or the fact that they're watching um, Varsity Blues at work, you know, and this is the boss choosing to do that shit. That's what I liked about it. Is here's a bullshit workday, not everything else going on outside of work. Man, sorry guys, if we turn this into a full-on office thing.
0: Yeah, we we gotta we gotta get together with uh, Luke and Jonah.
1: Yes. We should do not do like a, see, my, my problem is are there even names of the episode? There gotta be names of the episode. Yeah. Like Branch Closing or Benny Hanna Christmas.
0: Did they switch actresses in the <laughs> Benny Hanna
1: episode? <laughs> was, it, was that? Yeah.
0: I'm like <laughs> I know all Asians look the same,
1: but that was just like blatant. Okay. So I wanna get to, to Doctor Strange. Before we get to Doctor Strange, I want to throw this idea out there, C two E two next year, Doctor Strange and Wong. All right. I gotta find a wig, and you're gonna have to shave your head (laughs) again. But I'm I was like, hey, we could just walk around, you know, and at least you're not manservant Wong, you're cool Wong. So I mean,
0: that outfit's kind of weird, and then they gotta get like a book. Yeah. Get like a staff or something.
1: Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Got like four months to <laughs> to work on it. I was like, finally, somebody in a movie that I can pass for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really can't pass for Benedict Cumberbatch, but I'll do my best. All right, so let's get into Doctor Strange, shall we? Do you have your notes? No. Oh, I. I thought you were like in you know, I'm like you. You took yeah, notes. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even
0: want to have my laptop here. <laughs> Whoa. So (coughs) my over my overall impression of this movie, um, if out of five stars, I'm probably floating about four, four and a half. Um I feel really, really stupid for not jumping on this sooner. You know, I Doctor Strange is not one of the Marvel characters that I'm that familiar with or,
1: you know, I wasn't even really that interested in Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. have to go back now that we're talking about Marvel. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? I did. Okay. Baby Groot. Yeah. Absolutely adorable. Yeah. Sold. If I wasn't already sold on this movie. Sold twice over. Check out the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. Um, but, I can kind of see it as we're going to
0: milk the m- shit out of this merch opportunity like Baby Groot dolls. Worth it. Yeah. And I can't wait to buy a Baby Groot doll. Yeah. Like, like Disney.
1: Sold. Like Or Baby Groot ears or whatever. Though. They need to have a non-elf on the shelf of Baby Groot in my pocket for Christmas. A little Christmas hat on them. Done. You're welcome, Internet. <laughs>
0: um. So, yeah, getting back to Doctor Strange, I, I cannot believe I'm kicking myself for not getting on this sooner. Um, Not really familiar with, not too familiar with it. I mean, Secret Avengers or uh, Secret Defenders or... The Defenders. The defenders. Um, I was interested in a little bit of that, just because there were so many different teams that he put together, um, but Dr. Strange specifically, just, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, hit home, especially Aubrey and Dundee and I were, you know, huge Fox's X-Men cartoon, you know, fans, so we were into, like, you know, the weirder shit along the lines, and, you know, we'd just talk about, okay you know, what if some of this shit was real, like, you know, we heard about astral projection and, you know, the sorcery and, like, magic and martial arts we were into, all of that shit as kids, and this was, like, just the perfect blend of, like, martial arts and magic and, you know, like, weird shit like astral projection, Um, like a little bit of Inception thrown in and conceptual and, you know, other altered dimensions and demons and mystical shit, perfect blend of it, which wasn't over the top. I was thinking before walking into Doctor Strange that this is going to be maybe like kind of a more Thor variant where it's kind of like fairy tale based in real world scenario and, you know, it's it's just going to be in an Inception movie with like magic in it, you know, wasn't expecting the martial arts, wasn't expecting the great acting Yeah, to, to come out of the, you know, this cast all the way around. Um Sorcerer Supreme, again, I was in the camp where I was like, well, you know, let's check, you know. But she acted the shit out of oh, that Oh, the role. ancient one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I would have. I think it's a wasted opportunity to have cast Ken Watanabe, though.
1: I, As I think, the ancient one. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. it would have been
1: in, incredible in that role. In in that regard, okay. So they they cast Tildy Swinton. Again, not a bad casting, but when when Marvel got the, the blowback from that about, quote-unquote, whitewashing, which, you know, whatever. Um, Marvel is saying, well, and she also said, the Ancient One is more of a title, not necessarily a person. But when you watch the movie, she has been the Ancient One for, like, a thousand years or whatever. So, yeah, but at the same time, She's been the ancient one for a thousand years, so so she is the ancient one. Like that's ancient. That's a thousand years. If they were to say she's only she's only been the ancient one for four hundred years, I think that would have been better because it's still a reasonable amount of time. She's still old as shit, and you can say you know she's the first female. And, I mean, you could have even referenced it in the movie just with a quick. Recut or uh, a reshoot of just one scene, so I have Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, I I forget the name of the the black guy that played Mortal, who did an amazing job um, as always. They could have just as easily said, you know, she's the first woman and the first non Asian to be the Ancient One, you know, like her skills are phenomenal, and then go on with the rest of the movie, and you could have just Fix that point right there. But, like you said, she does an amazing job. In the she role. does. Brief, sorcerer with sour cream. We're in Taco Bell. I, she's another one where I don't, I've don't. i never seen her phone in a role. Like she was great in Constantine. Um, she was great in Benjamin Button. She was uh, Gabriel? Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Armando. I've never seen Benjamin Button. I have seen Forrest Gump. It it has its similarities, but it's to me, it's still a good movie. It's a long movie. It's like two and a half hours, three hours, something like that. Um, and there are worse movies out there, that's for sure.
0: But, uh, yeah, even in the opening sequence, she was great in that role. Who's the guy who played uh, uh, the other sorcerer? I can't think of his name. Um, I don't know. He was in Casino Royale. He played <laughs> Hannibal. I was thinking that would be a great... Comic Con to be like a follower because all you would really need to do summer if you can do that
1: eye makeup shit yeah that would be real easy to do just get like the little uh, dormammu symbol in yeah. between your eyebrows um
0: you know and the the weapons that they forge would have been like because you just need a fucking
1: fucked up piece of plastic was like oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> just walk around with a giant shard of glass it's a stabby thing um I did not and I know we're jumping far ahead, I did not like the design of Dormammu. Um, especially in Marvel vs. Capcom. And you see what Dormammu's supposed to look like with the giant flaming head, with just the lines and, you know, the the giant outfit. I would almost have rather him just be like a silhouette figure with like just flames coming around his head. And I would have been fine with that. You don't... It reminded me too much of... Paralympus. yeah. So, so,
0: walking into the movie after the comment you made of this is what the Green Lantern movie should have been, and I saw Dormammu, and it wasn't what I was expecting Dormammu to look like, and I thought, this is a better parallax. That's what Adam was talking about. Because that would have been a better parallax. Yeah. Um, but I was okay with this Dormammu, because
1: that's all he really needed to be. See, not, not to me. Especially over the fact that now you... You didn't kill him off, which I'm so happy about. Because it's not like, you know, he killed Dormammu and now the multiverse, whatever, is safe. No, he just, he bargained, he's gone for, you know, now. And that's it. And, you know, it's, I love when they don't kill off the villain because it just leaves so many opportunities. Um, All right, since we're jumping to that, I want to talk about how beautiful a
0: piece of writing that is. When the ancient one was telling him, he has to succumb to the river, and he goes into what was dermamus dimension—the negative realm—or I'm mean, usually a lot better with remembering shit. But anyways, Dermamus
1: realm. These fucking hard cherry sodas.
0: Yeah, he 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 succumbed. He he goes into the realm, and you know he—it's a timeless dimension. And he brings time. Spoiler alert! Fuck, I should have said spoiler alert a long time. Uh, I'm coming like here to bargain. No, uh, he brings time into the dimension and he catches. How beautiful was that? Like ending that.
1: Yeah, when it it all tied together. It also, I was like, they're like, oh, he's gonna bargain with him, and then he stabs him like, holy shit! And then he jumps back down. I was like, you sneaky motherfucker! That's so cool. Um. So, okay, so starting from the beginning, I mean, we're not going to blow through the whole thing. Him as just a surgeon. That, he, that was
0: fucking awesome. He played the role so well. Um, It's a crying shame that Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange, because he could have easily taken the mantle of Tony Stark away from
1: Robert Downey Jr. if he ever wanted to. So, <clears throat> Dave and I were talking about that, because he's like, you know, I was really worried that he was going to be sarcastic and... Um, just almost goofy funny, which, you know, Tony Stark kind of has a handle on and he's like, but he doesn't do that. He comes off more cocky, which to a lot of people it might not be a blatant difference, but it's there. Like, if you look at it, the comments that he makes are not necessarily hundred percent witty comments. Like the stuff that he does with Wong is a little more along that. But the things that come out of his mouth is just pure arrogance. Yeah, I love the scene in the
0: Lamborghini. I love that. Was it a Lamborghini or was it a BMW? I don't even know. Um, I love that conversation he had with whoever he was talking to. And they referenced Roadie. Yeah. And I was like, he's fucking talking about Roadie. But the movie moves so fast that it's like, holy shit. It was like, oh, wait,
1: what? I think the second person that they talk about might have been Madam Webb. like, elderly know. woman, you know, with blah, blah, blah. blah. I was like. Huh, it'd be cool if that was, was Madam Web and you could kind of tie it into Spider Man. Eh, <laughs> uh, tie it. Um, did you see the Avengers Tower? Yes. I, I didn't. Did. was like, did you see the Avengers Tower? I was like, fuck, I missed it! But, so um, shout out to Maria for, for noticing that.
0: But Avengers Tower. So I'm trying to think. So Avengers Tower was torn down when it was Stark. Stark's Tower. Correct. And then it became Avengers Tower.
1: Yes. But we haven't seen it since. No, because they used. The a totally different headquarters, like the one right. that they had in Ant-Man.
0: So we haven't seen it since Age of
1: Ultron. Yes. Um. So he gets into a car accident. Dave was telling me, he's like, you know, it's fucking impossible for the glass to slide through like that. I'm like, whatever. Dude. Um, he's right, but whatever. I love his arrogance, like, what did you do to me? You ruined me. Like- yeah. And she's like, you know, nobody could have been able to do any better. And he's like, I could have. You know, and it's like. You don't know that, you know, and what fucking differences it make. Like, you're the one driving around like a d bag. You're the one, you know, not paying attention and shit. Um, and great much, acting between him and Rachel McAdams.
0: And yeah, Rachel McAdams. How how much she can do with like how hot she can look
1: in with, scrubs.
0: Yeah, without like showing any cleavage or being blatantly like sexual, and even show any legs. She's like, she's my number two right now. Wow. Yeah. Who's number one? I don't know. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, still, huh? Yeah, man. It's the accent
1: puts her over the edge. Okay. Yeah. What about Margot Robbie? Where's she at on your list?
0: Yeah, she's definitely in five. <laughs> she had the three spot. So then you have, uh, of course, even the orderly. Even the orderly, who's like, I, you know, somebody did this, you know. Yeah. In the, in the the little note I told you so, and Benjamin oh, Bratt.
1: Oh, you mean the. Uh, the re- oh, the therapist. The rehabilitation clinic, yeah. the the, ther- the physical therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt out of nowhere. I'm like, really? What, Benjamin Bratt did this? I know a lot of people find him attractive. Like, he hasn't aged well. No, I just, is he an attractive guy? Yeah, I mean, he has his moments, I would say. Like, when uh, in, like, Miss Congeniality, I could kind of see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just happy that you know another Hispanic guy's found attractive. So that was that was cool to see. It was cool to see him falter to go under other procedures. So it wasn't just my hands are fucked up. The end. Like he was researching stem cells and stuff like that, just as any means to show that this is you know all he wants in this world is to is to be who he was. And because you need that, because you need him to be broken down again before you can build him back up, which happens in Comatage. And the guy that plays Mortal, man, what an amazing actor! Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a, of a role of his that I don't like.
0: So, after seeing how visually stunning this movie is, and the amount of the infinite amount of, amount of hours that they would have had to have put. Into, you know, alternating the reality and, and whatnot. I can't imagine them doing a sequel to Doctor Strange. Or, you know, even if they did a sequel to Doctor Strange, that's going to be hard to top visually. Yeah. And who would you have them fight besides Mortal? Well, I mean, Mortal. And, like, writing wise, like, how would you write Doctor Strange? That's a
1: tall order. And that was the other thing. So, like, Mortal could easily have been Sinestro. Like, here's the guy that believes in the Green Lantern, and then he finds out that, you know, the old higher-ups aren't as pure as he thinks that they are, and the order that he's followed isn't as pure as he thinks he is, and he defects on his own to find the pure form of power. I'm like, that's fucking... That's Sinestro! Oh, man, I was so like... Like, you guys... Marvel makes a better version of fucking everything. Um... So the, the effects themselves, I mean, yes, you can liken it all to Inception. I think they took in- Inception and multiplied all over. All o- like, it was, it was even better in terms of um, computer-generated images. But, I mean, th- that's going to happen solely for the fact that it's like, you know, how ma- I mean, how many years has it been since Inception's even come out? Four five years. I want to say six. I mean that's that's a big difference in in terms of what can be done with um, computer graphics. So I really
0: want to see the special scenes of how they set up that hallway fight scene.
1: That was cool.
0: I wonder if they did the same thing where they built a ro- a large rotating room.
1: I don't think so because it looked well. I mean it's hard it's hard to say because. With that, you also have the computer generated cape, which is an awesome role. Yeah, that fucking cage thing that he uses to trap the bad guy in that was cool. Yeah, I've, there are a lot of just like wow, that was cool. Wow, that was cool moments that they did. The eye of Agamotto, fucking awesome, absolutely awesome. Knowing that it's a, a time gem and they referenced that it's an infinity stone. Yeah, spoiler
0: alert blatantly came out and said I, that that was the one part that I kind of felt rushed well i'm gonna tell you, yeah, it's an infinity stone
1: i like the fact that they didn't go into a whole there's like there's a whole thing with you know five other stones like it was just it's an infinity stone a what you're not ready for that yet um so all in all i'm just i'm Pleasantly surprised. The best To me, the best origin story since Iron Man 1.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I haven't really sat down and ranked my Marvel movies. This is definitely in my top
1: five. How many are there total? I don't know. There's Iron Man 1, 2, 3. Incredible Hulk. Captain America 1, 2, 3. Thor 1, 2. Avengers 1, 2. And I can't. I can't really say. Ant Man Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't really say this should be in everybody's top five. I think that's. I think it's at least fourteen.
0: But it's it's definitely in mine. Hands down in mine. I would recommend it to, to anybody. I would say it stacks up against any Marvel movie, but I don't know.
1: I think it struck home for me. Like uh, um, me too. Maria really really liked it. I think Ben the Cumberbatch. I think is an amazing actor. Dave was like, he was great in this movie. He's like, there's nothing of his that i really liked that much. I disagree. Um not they have a big Star Trek fan, too? Yeah. But he didn't like how they did Khan. Mm. And to me, it was like, like I remember watching The Wrath of Khan as a kid, but it wasn't anything that I was holding on to when with this movie. And and I didn't have a big problem with, with a, It's a Darkness, like a lot of other people did. Mm-hmm. I guess that Into Darkness was a great film, and I think Bender Match played the role very well. Yeah. Even imitation game, he does a great fucking job. I wonder if he's gonna be in the next Thor movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the uh for the after credit scene. As soon as Thor showed up, I'm like, this is gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, because he uh I like the fact that he was wearing the yellow gloves with the spots on it, like that was that was surprise. I'm like, oh man, you know, they're just not gonna have him with the yellow gloves. It, it wasn't a big deal. I just didn't think that they were gonna do it. I didn't catch it actually. Yeah, he only wears them in the after credit sequence, but it's to disguise his because de- in the comic books he takes those gloves off. His hands are like supposed to be damn near deformed looking. So he still has a point of vanity about him. So I I just I so excited for the next Thor movie. Besides the fact that it's Thor and essentially a Hulk movie, they're saying. You throw a little Doctor Strange in there, you basically have a Defenders team before the Defenders. Yeah, movie. I was kind of hoping there'd be
0: like a... I, I guess you couldn't have really done
1: it with as much as you put
0: into that movie. I was kind of hoping there'd be like a Defenders, like he putting a team together. But he
1: hasn't... he's not that I, Doctor Strange yet. I wish that he'd have a cameo in the Defenders movie slash TV show that's going to come out. Just give me one. One or two, you know, like how hard is it? That? Oh, that's another um I just saw, Agents of Shield. It's, ge- it's getting good. It's just I don't know. It just doesn't it does nothing for me, man.
0: You seen? Have you seen any of the Ghost Rider episodes?
1: I've seen one of them. Like the, when she first sees Ghost, when Chloe Bennett first sees Ghost Rider, Sky, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck her name is right now. When she first sees him and they start fighting and stuff. I think to me, like it was because I never cared for. Like, even Nick Fury back in the day had his own comic. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? He doesn't have superpowers. So to me, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., even before Chloe Bennett got superpowers, I'm like, this is cool and everything, but, you know, they're fighting Absorbing Man. Somebody call down Thor, get this shit over with, and, buy, you know, next episode. So I almost wish that they were, like, the cleanup crew kind of thing. Like, it was a giant cataclysmic event. We got that a was lot Marvel. of things up. Oh, the cleanup crew? Yeah. No, I think that was DC. But still... Alright.
0: Anything else on Doctor Strange?
1: Anything we forgot? What about uh, Mordo? Benjamin Bratz? The the um, staff of the Living Tribunal. The fact that they threw that they just name-dropped the Living Tribunal, I flipped the fuck out. In the, like, I almost stood up just because I was... I never thought I'd hear those words uttered. For those of the little quick, quick comic clip notes, the Living Tribunal is the end-all, be-all, final word of any decision made in the Marvel Universe, it's it's a guy sitting, he's all in gold, it's just a gold body, just sitting on a chair, with three heads. Cool design, always really liked it. And it it holds, as Caesar says, it holds the weight of these of this character. Doctor Strange, Uatu, Thanos, the Living Tribunal, Adam Warlock. These are all characters that their sheer presence speaks volumes as to the importance of any event. So if you have any one of those five characters show up, it's automatically cranked up. Because it's like, holy fuck, they're bringing in the big guns for this. Including Doctor Strange. I know it doesn't seem that he's as powerful now, but I'm sure once he actually starts getting all his powers in order and uh, his skill level increases, he's going to be awesome. Awesome. See, the other thing is, is that the last episode of
0: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. almost had a vague Doctor Strange reference to it.
1: And that's why I feel like they, they're missing out on. At. Like, I don't know what the problem is. Like, even with um, the Netflix shows, just say the word Hulk. Say, you know, Avengers or Chitauri. Not, oh man you know it's not like we have to worry about some big green guy coming out of the sky like oh just fucking say it you know remind people that this is in that universe not by name alone but by tying it in make this a cohesive universe or else you're just going to go the route of dc and then so i'm wondering if the you know all these characters are going to be in the you
0: know infinity war i mean it's what said 68 something like that yeah so i mean is chloe bennett going to be on
1: the big screen at some point god that'd be nice Shout out to Chloe Bennett, fellow Chicagoan. Yeah. With that awkward-ass picture. (laughs) God, you want to talk about awkward. Fuck you to that camera guy again, too. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, at least uh, um, maybe if she comes back into town, we can tweet her the picture and be like, hey,
1: we want to take another picture, and she'll remember us. That'd be nice. Like, hey, uh, how about a redo on this one? All
0: right. Well, I guess, I don't know. Anything that closes out and talking for a good amount of time. Not really. All right, let's call it a podcast right after we uh, get to some promotions. So listen to all the shows on the Get Disease Network.
1: You're going to get a disease. For your office trivia games. <laughs> um, That just happened. For your better office trivia games. Something Gate. For your Futurama trivia games. Badge Dialogues. For your Sex and the City trivia games. <laughs> <laughs> and hooking up with David Merkel. For your angry trivia games. Let's see. Uh, Reading came, came first. first with Roy Kinsey. Tony Argelon and Renovella on SoundCloud. Skin Abrasions, The Tattoo Parlor. Make sure to check that out. Paper Hero. Paper Hero, yes. Cam Dupree's uh, Veteran Variety Show. Check that out. Uh, Geeks of Go Geeks of Go Go, absolutely. Uh, shout out to you guys. Shout out to Mayam Bialik. Mayam Bialik? Yeah. Sorry, Blossom, awesome. Medina Menzel, for her whole, she actually has a video where she talks about what it is to be a geek or nerd in the modern world. Like, you know, that we're like, yes, finally, everyone's conforming kind of to what we are. But somehow we're still on the outside and that's okay. Because we know the difference with all these things. It's a really, really good video of hers. Um, I posted on the Geeks of Go-Go.
0: Again, million dollar idea. If anybody can come up with, with a way to quantify and come up with like a geek class system. I probably wouldn't even rank that high. Some way to earn your stripes. Well, still, I mean, you know that you have a place in that order. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a rank and then level up and then, you know, work on XP points and CP points. And now I'm thinking about Pokemon again. Um, million dollar idea. Somebody's going to come up with it.
1: Had a way breakfast to, club moment. Way, way to earn your stripes. That'd actually be pretty cool. Although we probably wouldn't have like chevrons. Probably be some geeky ass stripe where it's like you get two fist bars of you know it'd probably be some Minecraft or some stupid shit. Holy shit you're level 27? In a row?
0: Sorry. I don't think I have anything else to promote. No, I'm definitely not going to promote the shit out of Winter Wonderfest. And costing my family <laughs> hundred bucks I'm stuff. definitely not going to promote fucking Best Buy. You don't even have a real bearded Santa there. Really? At Winter Wonderfest? No, it's fake bearded Santa.
1: Oh. Shout out to all the real bearded Santas, again. Shout out to Black Santa. Apparently that was, you know, to make news. You have a real beard? I don't know. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Michael Kelly, who's supposed to be coming to our house dressed as Santa to meet the kids this week. Oh, nice. So we're going to get our Christmas picture done here. Does he have a real beard? No. But, but I mean, we might actually do our Christmas photos, like, in pajamas and stuff. Just be a little cozy this year. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We got one picture
0: with uh, Talia crying.
1: Yeah, we got it upstairs. It's up on the wall. And real quick, so we got an elf on the shelf here. My first year doing it, I was very. Did I really, really that yet? No. I was very. I was opposed to it because I'm like, who the fuck cares? You know, like, there's just one more thing. Total marketing marketing opportunity. But it is. It's a lot of fun. And it's. Once the kids recognize it, like, every morning, it's a full on scream excited mode for the kids. And to me, that's. That makes it all worth it. Because. Since he comes down and like as soon as she sees him, the world stops. She's like, oh. I'm like, what? What is it? It's the elf. I'm like, where? She won't let me touch it because according to the story, you're not supposed to touch it. You know, when they're not looking, we like hide it so that when she comes back, she's like, It's gone. I'm like, where is it? It's flying to Santa so that he can know that I'm a good boy or girl. And the fact that it's getting her towards that world of you know, really believing in Santa, it helps. It's it's fun. And considering how creative you are, I figured you'd really get into it. Yeah. And let's be fair, especially looking around this basement, I've spent money on some stupid shit. If I could spend money on something that will at least put a smile on the kid's face, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I had this whole conversation with Dave and Sam yesterday because they're like, Like, if you buy us a fucking elf on the shelf, we're going to throw it away. We're just letting you know now. We will not be that family. But they're they're not against the spending of the money thing. They're more like, when we grew up, it was Santa just knows that you're a good boy or girl. Doesn't need a fucking elf to tell you. I'm like, Jesus. But, you know, of course, they have to go the angry route with things. Hmm. I mean, it's right in the song.
0: He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're away. Maybe we should write an elf in the shelf song and try to capitalize on this marketing bullshit. There you
1: bullshit. go. And then we could have our own Christmas song that we could try to guess on Light FM. Or, I'm sorry, My FM. You're welcome, welcome, Internet. You're welcome, My FM listeners. We're those guys. Elf, 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 Elf on Shelf. Elf, 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 Elf on Shelf. Get it, get it, get it. Sleigh bells. That's the whole song.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? If you could. If, you, if I was a musician I could write a Christmas song, like, solely for Christmas, that got a rotation, like, every year, that would be, like, the equivalent of, like, living on forever for me. Because it's like, I don't know, yeah, George Michael, and everybody knows who George Michael is, but everybody knows Last Christmas.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that. Hell, that's the one time of the year that I really get to listen to Josh Groban and be okay with it. Same thing with Michael Bublé. Like, I wouldn't own a Michael Bublé album. I wouldn't own a Josh Groban album, even though I think they're both incredibly talented, but you put those Christmas songs on, and I'm sold.
0: Ah, like, I really enjoy Michael Bublé. I would own an album for him. He was really hilarious on uh, Las Vegas.
1: I thought. I think Josh Groban's a funny guy, period. Ever since he did the I'm fucking Ben Affleck song, like he was just all over the top singing as Josh Groban does, but the fact that he has the sense of humor to do that I was like, all right, now I'm a fan of stuff's Anyway, whatever.
0: Anyways, signing off from the FTC I'm in the most wonderful time of the year. Go get a McRib. Yeah, there you go. I'm Rodney Sino.
1: Oh, uh, my man, of am Flores.
0: And um, that just happened. Yeah.